Welcome to the Wretched Hive Podcast. I got a bad feeling about this. Moss Eisley Spaceport. What are you talking about? You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. This is ridiculous. We must be cautious. Actually, we're just a bunch of guys talking about Star Wars and other stuff. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. That's good news. I like the sound of that. Hey everybody, Steve here for a very special episode of the Wretched Hive Podcast for Friday, November 16th, 2018. Special because earlier today I had the opportunity to interview Matthew Jacobs. Now Matthew is a huge Star Wars fan. He's a longtime listener of the Wretched Hive. And he happens to be a resident of the town of Paradise, California, near Chico. And if that sounds familiar, it's probably because Paradise has been in the news recently. It was devastated by wildfires earlier this month. On November 9th, wildfires swept through the town of Paradise and almost leveled the entire town. If you go online and Google images of Paradise, California, you'll see the devastation. And Matthew is a wonderful guy. Uh, He and I connected over social media after chatting online. And uh, he's an Air Force veteran who lost his home. He's got resources, thankfully, but he's trying to help others that aren't as fortunate as him. And so I wanted to give him uh, an opportunity to share his story and to hopefully uh, inspire Star Wars fans uh, like those that listen to this show and others to help the residents of Paradise and not only Matthew, but his neighbors and the good folks that maybe aren't as as, uh, well off as the rest of us. Uh, particularly at this point in time. So um, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and play my interview with Matthew. And at the end of the show, I'll talk about uh, the GoFundMe account that has been set up by his Air Force buddies that he is going to use to uh, support himself as well as other folks in need. So here's our interview, Matthew Jacobs and me, earlier today. Down the canyon, I live on the edge of a canyon, kind of. And it was across the creek. There's a big creek down there. And mm-hmm. it, you know, yeah, I, I never got evacuated though. So, you know, I figured I was getting off that morning. I have time to go back to work, get my car. And, and it's a 25 miles to get to back and work, but it only takes about 25 minutes. Yeah. So. Right. And just so you know, I'm recording this now. I just, I just hit record when you started talking. Um, uh, yeah, I don't. I'm a cursor, so I'll try and do my best. <laughs> well, no, you know our show. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine on our show. Um, I'll, I'll. The other, the other show that I'm producing the little clip for is is uh, is not explicit. So don't worry. I'll. Right. I won't use anything. But our show is no hold barred, really. So it's fine. Um, <laughs> you need to top this up if I drag on a little bit. Too, so. <laughs> no, don't don't worry about it. We're pretty relaxed, as you know, because I know you listen. Right. So I'm, I'm trying to relax a little bit. Oh, my God. So, Matthew, um, what do you do for a living? What's your job? Um, I'm a, Well, um, I'm an electrician, and so I have a it's, – a, it's like a utility electrician. So um, I work uh, – I, I work up in the – but we work all over the place in the mountains and down in the valley. And 
We have a big area we cover, but besides the point, I don't really want to get into that part. Yeah, yeah, no, that's okay. And you, but you are uh, former Air Force. You you shared with me in our chat. Yeah, yeah, I I, uh, I joined in '95, and I was stationed in Tampa, Florida, for the whole four years, pretty much. I went to Italy for four months and did some duty over there, which was a blast. And then I did go to Saudi Arabia for four months, and that not so much fun. You can't do anything there, so that was kind. Of brag but uh no it was a good place i met a lot of good people and people that i still talk to to this day you know and that's over 20 years ago wow. and so that's 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 a really good that was where i learned a lot about life you know in a nutshell being from a small town i grew up in chico which is when i remember the sign saying fifty four thousand when i was a kid you know yeah so it's, it's and paradise is all about 27 to thirty thousand. And it's it's a little retirement community, and there's a lot of old people. So that's wow. the bad part right now is there's still like there's still 600 missing as of now. So oh my goodness. So let let's back this up just just for the sake of our listeners. So um, of course there were fires all over California in early November, including here and near where I live in the Thousand Oaks area. But Northern California was hit hard. The Chico area. Uh, received a lot of coverage because, well, for many reasons, but one of the main reasons is that Par- this, the town or city of Paradise, California, right near Chico, um, was v- virtually destroyed in in less than 48 hours. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, I was, when I was, I was trying to get home so I could get at least my cat and load up whatever I could in my pickup, but I was in my car and I never made it back. I got to like maybe, I was uh, maybe about as a crow flies, maybe about two miles from my house, and it was it was like a tenth, I don't know, nine thirty in the morning, and it was black as night outside. <sighs> it was black, and then there'd be like winds that'd be like a tornado wind would come through and blow all the cars around a little bit, and then finally I saw something take off up and smoke up ahead, and I said, and I had I just cut across like four lanes because I was going nowhere so I just cut up four lanes and cut across to get out of town and I started my way out and it still took me another hour and a half when if there's no traffic it'll take you eight minutes you know so there's just so many there's only a few ways out of town it's it's a bottleneck when you go up and uh it's it was it was and then there's fire on both sides of the road when I was getting out of there and I was just hoping I wasn't going to run over something get something flat or get a flat or running over something hot or pole falling in the road. Yeah. You just got to do whatever you can to get out of there. Um, and of course it's the, you mentioned the winds, it's the winds that, that really drive the spread of the fire. Right. I mean, I heard at one point that the fires up there were consuming. Um, the person told me it was like 30 football fields an hour. Yeah, it was. I mean, the first two days that burned a hundred thousand acres. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and the town isn't even that big, isn't even that big. So it was the way that the winds work this time of year, because it's so cold in the valley. It'll be like in the 30s in the morning. Yet there's an inversion layer. So paradise at night will be like 50 degrees. So when the sun comes up and it pushes the air around, it creates wind. Yeah. Same thing happens when the sun goes down, it pushes wind. So, and it was just so dry and who knows? 
And so you we we connected, and it, just so our listeners know, this is the first time Matthew and I have ever spoken. We connected over social media because he uh, was kind enough to leave a review of our show, and it was very nice, and I read it on the air. And uh, I said, I don't know who Stanks three four seven is, but thank you, Stanks you very much was our joke on the uh, on the that episode. And uh, Matthew wrote to us and said, Hey, that was me, and um, thank you so much uh, for for reading my review. I needed the break because I just lost everything I own and my cat in these fires. And and we started chatting after that. Um, and your story really touched me, Matthew. What's your what's your status now i mean do you do you have a place to sleep i mean what do you i i'm in, i'm so lucky because i have a big family and and i have a good job and 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 i make really good money but and i'm in i was insured and that's one thing get good Great. insurance don't don't just take the hit and get some popcorn insurance company because there's a lot of people trying to deal with those people right now and when you need stuff they're not around to help you Ugh. That's my advice. And if you have to evacuate, just get the stuff you can't replace, like your pictures, your memorables. You know, everything mm-hmm. else is replaceable. So, were you prepared for that? I mean, did you did you have a plan? Obviously, you you said you weren't home. You were trying to get home. So I was somewhat prepared, but I not as prepared as I should have been. And yeah. most people aren't, you know. Especially, you know, here I I'm a single guy, and I don't have a family or nothing. So I live by the seat of my pants all the time. Right. That's. That's the way I do things, but mm-hmm. so I mean, I wasn't totally ready, but I had a good idea of what I was gonna take. I mean, I had things that I know where there's certain things like my my guitar, probably I you know just small items, you know the rest mm-hmm. of the stuff. Like I said, I got insurance; they can replace all that stuff. Yeah, well, and and that was your sort of part of your message to me when you reached out to us yeah. uh, was you know appreciate what you have, hug your loved ones, and you know. Things yeah. are not things are not permanent, but your loved ones are. So you know, just be grateful for what you had and your your approach to this whole situation. You know, it was was uh, just really touched me. So I'm glad to know that you're okay. Um, I, I I have to ask some sort of strange questions. What was it like being up there? I mean, was it? I, you said there was smoke everywhere. It was like dark in the in the middle of the day. Yep. Can you describe a little bit more about what your experience was in going yep, but, through these fires? Uh, I, I knew it was, you know, there, there's, there's, if you can, it's four, there's probably four lanes total and five with a turnout lane when you get into town, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's uh, two sides, two main thoroughfares that run towards the valley and into the mountains. And then it bottlenecks into one. So all these people are trying to get down off the mountain because behind you the, where the road goes, there's nothing but more mountains and trees for miles. Right. So it goes right in, it's the foothills of the Sierras. So everybody's trying to get out of, out of off the mountain and go down into town. And it was just, it's on a ridge. There's like a, a hump. There's a ridges and valleys in through the town. Mm-hmm. It's a mining town. So it's a, uh, there's there but when the fire it was blowing the fires were it was blowing so much and it was starting spot fires so they were jumping mm-hmm. all over town mm-hmm. so you'll have like a whole shopping center burned down and then across the street nothing everything's fine it's so bizarre you'll have one house fine and then 300 yards around it nothing it looks like <sighs> he or she it's in, it's 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 crazy. I looked at some pictures uh, just before we got online. I I just I just googled um, campfire 
uh, November, you know, 2018 and Vox.com was the first link that had some pictures. And it's, I mean, exactly what you've described. It looks like the inside of a blast furnace. I mean, it looks like somebody dropped a nuke. It's flat everywhere except for scorched trees. What does, have you been to your property? Have you been up there yet? I, I've been fortunate to see pictures of it when they were going through. I had some people, they got some pictures, but there's uh, there's nothing left except there's a little porcelain like cabin thing. My buddy from North Carolina, because he was up at, I have a cabin further up in the mountains and higher and on a lake. And, and uh, he sent me this little picture, this little porcelain thing from like Bass Pro Shops or some hunting cabin or something like that. Mm-hmm. Fish- that was about the and it, I set it on the mountain and took a picture of it because I got it like a couple weeks ago, and then that's pretty much every, the only thing that's left. <laughs> oh my god, that's incredible! I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't know, fathom it. Our thing, my truck, you can't even. I mean, the hood's not even there. It was so hot that like where my fence was, there's not even like charred wood. It's just like been incinerated. Oh my gosh, was it loud? Could you hear the fire? No, I couldn't really hear anything because, okay. I mean, you could, there's so many cars and, and stuff, and I have my windows up, you know, so you can't really hear too much. Okay. And my, you know, and so there's just, you know, sirens, of course, people trying to get out of the way of the, there's fire people running into position, and it was, it was, it was chaotic. It was mass chaos for 27,000 people to get out of town. How many, stru- how, sorry, how many structures are left? Um, I don't know. I mean, they said there's 12,000 structures total right now gone. And there's a lot of businesses that won't be back because they were, you know, it, that town, it's not a big town. I mean, our biggest, like, main store is, you're talking to Kmart, and it's not even that good of Kmart. <laughs> so, I mean, there's two main grocery stores, or three grocery stores, maybe, and it's not a big town. Yeah. So, there's a lot of people that aren't going to rebuild there. I know people that most everybody I know that lived up there, and I didn't know that many people up there, but I mean, I probably knew 25 or 30 people because I'm from Chico, but they everybody I know has lost their place. Oh, my goodness. There's been like, there's three houses on my whole street that survived, and it's so weird because like one of them's two doors down from me, and but there's the one next to me is gone, and the one, you know, three and four after that are gone. It's so weird. Mm. Um. Matthew, we have to talk a little bit of Star Wars because, you know, this is a Star Wars podcast and I want to, I really want to emphasize to our listeners that, you know, I mean, you're a Star Wars fan. I mean, this is how we connected uh, and the Star Wars fan community is powerful. And so I want to just talk a little bit about Star Wars. Your gen- the, uh, it, it seems like a nothing compared to what you're going through, but I'm, I want to put it into the context of wh- how we connected What's your what's the genesis of your Star Wars fandom? You know, it all started probably when I was just a kid, and mm-hmm. me and my cousin. My cousin was like my little brother. He was like four years younger than I was, and my sister was like six years older than me. And those were that was my closest you know people I had around really. So, and I lived I grew up out in the sticks, so it wasn't like I was in a neighborhood full of kids or anything. And there was a park nearby. I grew up out in an orchard. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So you know, like when we were little and. You know, it was VCRs and stuff when, you know, Star Wars. But, you know, we'd go play outside and there'd be ripped up stumps from the orchard and you'd make those into your spaceships and do all the noises. And, you know, we had 
toys and we cut off, you know, Vader's hand when it happened with pliers <laughs> and all of that. So, yeah. And, you know, just the, you know, it's the good against the bad. It's the good old, you know, th- you know, four, five, and six are probably my favorites of all time. You know, that's right. how I watch them. Right, right, right. Were you a collector or are you a collector at all? No, I mean, I, I was. I was ne- I was more into Hot Wheels. I'm a hot rodder at heart. So I okay. Mean, so I was more into Hot Wheels and stuff. But I wasn't really a collector. My cousin was. He was. He had a lot. He still has a lot of the uh, Kenner uh, in package stuff and and whatnot. But mm, I nice. was always just a just a fan. I mean, it, just a warm fuzzy feeling. Of, I, I'm a fantasy fiction kind of guy, and and so Game of Thrones and being from the north up here. That's yeah. uh you know, but yeah, I love Star Wars. It's, you know, I'll go and see all the movies. I like, and you know, I love Solo. I thought Solo was great. I didn't look at it as a try and compare to Harrison Ford. You know, it doesn't matter. Right. I, I, I like the quitty, the, the, the quip he had with his words. And it's, he was, you know, it was funny. It had some smirky stuff, you know, smart ass shit. So that's what I like. It's on Solo. He's got to be a smart ass. I wish they would have done a better job on the other Wookiee. Why? I don't like the way that they just like they ran out of budget for the face. I mean, it just I didn't understand why. Oh, the, you didn't like it? Do you mean Chewbacca? Have, I well, I like. I thought Chewbacca was fine, but Mala. I, uh, I don't know. I thought they could have done a little bit better job on the face on the mask. Oh, you one. thought that was Mala, huh? So I. Well, that's what you guys were hinting yeah, to, and I didn't yeah. know who. They, all it was so <laughs> <laughs> you got to watch the holiday special <laughs> it's 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 horrible <laughs> it's 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 horribly wonderful actually that yeah. star wars special um did you see the last jedi yes um well you, if you, you remember i called in and left a, a voice message oh, years right uh, one yeah. of the voice message that you wanted to review from so i did that i did do that one so i did make a previous episode Okay, that's right. I'd forgotten about that. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. No, I liked. I liked the. I mean, for what it was, it was. There was some parts I really did like that I thought he tried to. After watching behind the scenes, I kind of get where he was going, but it just seemed like there was too much going on. There wasn't enough. There's too many characters involved. I think. Did you have a problem with the Luke's uh, arc and where they took that character? Yeah, I didn't like the way they did him at all. I, yeah. I didn't like. He shouldn't have went out. If he was going to go out, it needs to be in the last movie. It can't be in this, in the movie before. Yeah. I didn't like the way they did him, so. I wish they would have went with J.J. Abrams for the, for the Last Jedi as a director. I thought he did a better job. <sighs> you and I both. Well, you're going to get J.J. in Episode Nine, of course, and you're going to get more Luke. He, Mark Hamill is uh, officially part of that cast. Yeah, as a ghost. Do you think he'll, do you think he'll actually in like a flashbacks or anything? I, it's. I think we're gonna see him as a blue glowy. I don't. I don't think we're gonna do more flashbacks. I. Yeah. I my. My bet would be he's gonna be giving advice to Ray. Right. Yeah. Um, Matthew, your Air Force buddy set up a GoFundMe account. Yes. And you and I were messaging about that earlier today, and that you mentioned. You mentioned at the top of our conversation just now that that uh, you have more resources than many others and that you're going to be donating a lot of those funds to to other evacuees that are less fortunate than you can you talk about that who are you who are you with and who are you seeing that needs help 
Well, um, I mean, this has affected so many people that I know, but um, immediate that I just heard about, like last week, um, excuse me, my little brother, his fiance's uh, brother lived up there and uh, he was a renter and he just, he has a baby and he didn't have any renter's insurance mm. and everything's gone. He, even, he worked up there and the business he worked for is gone. Mm. So he has nothing. And he has no, you know, FEMA is going to be there, but I mean, you know, that's not enough for somebody, especially with a baby. And it's so bad. I mean, Walmart said people need to leave their facility by like Sunday. And there's, uh, there's, pe I mean, it's cold at night and there's people living in tents with kids. It's bad. Oh, man. They man. need to come in and set up a military style tent city. Yeah. I mean, I lived in one. <laughs> yeah. And it was. Saudi Arabia and hot. <laughs> yeah. When is, is FEMA due up there? Are they coming soon? Or when, when what's the timeline for that? FEMA is here now. Oh, good. Okay. I, I signed up today. I, I, I'm not trying to step in in front of anybody. So like I said, I mean, I've already got, you know, my insurance company has already kicked me a check for now, but it's like, you can't do anything with the money really. I mean, what, you're going to go buy something? Where are you going to put it? You know, you yeah. can't, one of my friends that I work with, his wife posted something today, and she said, "You know, I'm dying to get home, but I have no home to go to, go home uh, to, because yeah. they're living in a they're living in a trailer." You know, luckily a lot of people do have trailers to live in, but it's it's just I don't know what they're they're talking about bringing portables in for kids because the whole county, the school districts are shut down, so you got thirty two thousand kids that aren't going to school right now. Oh my goodness! Wow. They're like. I just read this morning, it was like the third worst in the world right now. Mm. And that's the other thing. It's going to rain the next week. And then all that toxic stuff and stuff that's been burned up there is going to start washing down. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's I'm a mess, and it's going to take a long time to do stuff. So I'm going to try and rebuild, you know. I'm going to try. I don't, I'm not going to quit. Mm. Well, I think that's wonderful. And clearly you're committed to your community you've got resources, others don't, and you want to be able to help them. And so, uh, Matthew, we're going to, we're going to promote this on our, our, all of our social media. Um, we'll talk about it on our next, uh, proper episode of the wretched hive and, uh, some other friends of ours with other star Wars podcasts are going to be promoting this as well. Um, listeners go to our Facebook page and our Twitter. We'll have links up for, uh, Matthew's GoFundMe link and you can donate there he's just trying to raise a few thousand dollars just to tide people over for the next few weeks to give them a little bit of shelter and a little bit of hope uh so that they can make it through and uh matthew you're a good guy you're a good man i'm really glad to have uh talked to you and glad we were able to connect and uh, i hope everything is 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 going to be well for you i know it will be because uh i i really feel like you know your heart is in the right place and uh you're going to do a lot of good up there in that community. So thanks for everything you're doing, and and uh, you know I, I hope you're going to be okay. Well, and and I want to thank you a whole bunch because it's not only you know it's hard in the mornings and stuff when you get up, but it's people like you and other people. I, there's other people like on other social media sites. Like there's a guy that lives in a town. I don't know, 30 miles away from here, and he's like on my fair lane you know, Facebook page and he's like, 
I got a pad and a trailer pad and RV hookups if you need it. And I don't know the guy, just like I didn't know you, and you offered to help me. That's, you know, if you're a selfish person, and I could have been one in the past that makes you look at stuff different when shit happens to you like this. So. I, I was I was I was mentioning this to a friend earlier, you know, telling them about you, and I said, you know, we we need to stick together on, despite, you know, uh, our our differences, what side of the political aisle we're on, doesn't matter. Exactly. You know, when shit goes down, we got to stick together, and we're all human beings, and we're all Star Wars fans in this group, and so I'm hoping that that our listeners can step up and and really help you out. And, and, and like we even talked about earlier, you know, really consider digital downloads, people. <laughs> Greg was right about that. You know, Scott is a gearhead. Yeah, yeah I know. I've, seen, I've looked at his pictures. He's a good photographer. Yeah, he's, he's really talented. He, uh, he likes pretty girls and pretty cars. He takes Those a lot of pictures of both. They're high on this. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Matthew, thanks a bunch uh, for coming on, and, and we'll be in touch, okay? Hey, thanks a lot, Steve. I appreciate all your help, brother. You got it. Okay, Hybians, this is where you come in. If you want to support Matthew and the citizens of Paradise, California, recover from this tragedy, you can do so by going to the GoFundMe page that's been set up for this purpose. I'm going to read the URL to you. It's a little bit long, so I'm going to put a link in the show notes for this episode. There's also a link on our Facebook page for the Wretched Hive podcast. The URL is www.gofundme.com forward slash XYXY, the number two, the letter D, hyphen fire hyphen recovery. Again, that's www.gofundme.com forward slash XYXY two D hyphen fire hyphen recovery. Even if you can give just a dollar or five dollars, ten dollars, whatever you can will help these folks greatly in their time of need. Thanks so much for your support. Have a wonderful week and may the force be with us all. Thank you.